Hi, I'm Ayala Chipley, and you're listening to Get Out of Bed, Out of Your Head. I'm excited for you to join me on the journey as we learn the skills to overcome our anxiety and depression, acknowledge what we are going through, and learn to share our stories because we deserve to have our lives not dictated by the struggles within our mental health. Whether you're focusing on yourself or helping others, I can't wait to help you get there through sharing what I've learned in my own struggles, my own studies, or interviewing top experts in the mental health field, many of whom have struggled with this on their own. We are on a mission to own our story and own our truth to live life on our own terms. I've spoken about my identity and how I always think that now I have like I all the all the tools that I have to cope with my anxiety and depression depression and that I should never experience the anxiety and depression now. But we know that this isn't true, which is why I want to talk about not always being positive because being honest is so much better for ourselves sometimes. And I've gone through phases. And I remember a specific time pretty recently where I was having a pretty good time in general, but I kind of felt this darkness start to surround me. And I just pushed it off because I'm like, I don't have depression or anxiety anymore. That's not me. I have all of the tools. And I sat in my bed and I was like, no, I'm feeling something here and not something in a good way. But the thing is, when we go through anxiety and depression, we feel like we never want to go through it again and say, I won't go through that again because it sucks and it's a really crappy feeling to go through depression and anxiety and a lot of times we're told to be positive so that you don't feel it. But the positivity doesn't doesn't always push it away. We can't always trick our minds into being positive when we're feeling down sometimes. We can't just smile and say we're okay when we're not we're not necessarily. And last week I was having a crappy week and I called a friend who is a very very positive person but instead of saying to me just be positive he said I'm glad you're taking the time to have a good cry and feel it for a little bit because it's painful what you're going through and that made me feel so much better and it's okay because I, and this is why it's okay to feel pain sometimes and if someone had just told me be positive and then all I did was try to be positive throughout the day and smile through it and not authentically be me. I don't think I could have I don't think I could have worked through it. Which is where being honest comes in. And it's really hard to be honest with ourselves when we want to stay away from the pain because honesty comes with a hard truth that sometimes we have to feel the pain even when we don't want to. And I find it the hardest when we're setting goals. Especially after we've come out of a depressive episode or a panic attack, a lot of times we promise ourselves our goal is to never feel this pain again. But when we do, it's like it spirals us deeper because we have this this huge goal to not feel this deep pain inside of us. And I felt this so much right before Funnel Hacking Live, which is that conference I spoke at in front of 5,000 people telling about the story of my depression and anxiety that I've gone through and then my entrepreneurial journey And how I've made it through that. So in between me asking, me being asked to to go on stage and tell that story, and the actual conference was only a matter of weeks. And so at first I was super amped up and pumped up and excited. And then a reality started to sink in where I started to feel that like, what if thinking of, 
what if I'm not good enough? Or what if I don't deserve this? And all of that what if thinking causes anxiety and I really started to feel it. So I had this huge goal of I, I shouldn't actually, I shouldn't be feeling this. And I wasn't admitting it because of these huge goals I set, which made it so much worse. And it, it came to a point where I actually had to really switch my goals from understanding what it is I was speaking about. And I thought my goal initially was to say I overcame anxiety and I will never feel it again. But we all know the truth is that it comes in waves. But if we set goals so high and then disappoint ourselves, it makes things so much worse, which is why I'm going to talk about a tool that Natalie Hodson just spoke about when she was on my podcast last week. And it's that good, better, best goal setting technique. And for me, the best at this point was I like the, the goal I was setting was I certainly won't feel anxiety or depression over the next month because I. I can't. I'm going on stage to talk about how I've overcome this. The better for me was if I feel it, I will use every tool that I know so that it does not get worse. And the good was if I feel it, let myself feel it, but try to do it, but try to do at least one tool a day to combat it. And when I reshifted my goal setting to allow myself to have these three different goals, I reset my mind so I could have the most success in what I was doing and what I was trying to accomplish. And small goals are a huge win, especially for us who feel things so deeply, which is why micro goal setting so you can feel small wins is so important. And I set those goals initially too highly for myself. And it took me to like full on having a panic attack to realize that I needed to reset my goals and make them more tangible. And this applies to so many other things. Like if we can allow ourselves to set smaller goals, then those bigger goals are so much more attainable. So instead of being always positive, maybe next time try to be honest because it'll allow us to have the most success in what we do. And that that can include that good, better, best goal setting. And it helps so much to have those smaller goals because then we give ourselves the opportunity to grow within it. And we're not set in this huge goal where I need to do this or I need to do that, but rather allow ourselves to have these smaller wins, which will give us the opportunity to grow in the future too, and then not be disappointed so largely when we don't necessarily hit that massive goal that we're trying to set. And I saw that within when I reshifted my goals from like, I cannot have anxiety or depression, especially within these three weeks to I will use the tools to cope with it if I experience it, which is what my speech was truly about. But it really took me full on experiencing a panic attack to understand that I needed to reshift myself and I needed to realign my goals with what I was truly feeling and to be honest and not necessarily positive because positivity doesn't always solve everything. And we can work our way through it sometimes with positivity, but honesty is sometimes the best answer. I'm so inspired that you've joined me and so many others by listening to this podcast in our fight to overcome our anxiety and depression. If you know someone that could benefit from this message, please share this podcast with them so we can change the lives of the people we love together. If you want more help for yourself so you can finally live life on your own terms without feeling crippled by anxiety and depression, then I hope you'll let me help you further on your journey. You can do this by going to www.anxiety.com 
www.thesecretstoolbox.com to access the key tools and strategies you need to gain control over your anxiety and panic attacks. We are on a mission to come together to own our story and truth and help others do the same in this movement to live life on our own terms.